This week's topics, speed and space. You're listening to This Week in News, part of the Moto One Podcast Network, and I'm your host, Rilman Levis, standing in for an ailing human crankasi. Let's dig into this week's headlines. English Metropolitan Police have reported high speeds and high numbers of enforcements at a time when most people are staying off the roads. In a twist of irony, less traffic on roadways meant that the Metropolitan Police were eight times busier this April than the same period last year. A report from Motorcycle News claims that from the 20th to 27th of April, police enforced 2,020 speeding offences compared to 268 in the same week of 2019. Metro Police reported that traffic levels around London have fallen by nearly 60%, prompting some to take extreme advantage of the open space and the sparsely populated roads. Some of the standout offences include 134 miles an hour in a 30-mile-per-hour zone, 73 miles per hour in a 20-mile-per-hour zone, and one driver who was recorded at 163 mph on the M1. If such speeds continue on public roadways, it will obviously pose a threat to others as travel restrictions are lifted in the coming months. Online Racing Part 3 MotoGP hosted another round of the virtual racing with the Red Bull Virtual Grand Prix of Spain taking place on May 3rd. The third installment of virtual racing hosted riders from all three GP classes. MotoGP star Maverick Vinales took top spot in the Premier class and he later revealed that he had received some advice from two-time eSports champion called Trastevere 73. Lorenzo Baldassari snagged the number one spot in the Moto2 race and he rode his Triumph 765 powered bike to victory despite some early action that put him in the gravel. The Italian won the same race last year in the real world and now puts a virtual win next to that former achievement. The Moto3 top honour went to Gabriel Rodrigo after an appalling start. The Honda rider regained position after position to finally finish in top of what was a very entertaining race. Dennis Foggia was out front with a massive lead in the beginning when Wi-Fi problems booted him from the server, allowing Rodrigo to have one less frontrunner to worry about. Social Accommodations Several manufacturers are coping with changing conditions on the sales floor with new plans to keep customers engaged. Kawasaki Motor Corp of USA announced a new home delivery program via an April 22nd press release. The program would allow customers to purchase Kawasaki vehicles, parts, accessories and apparel and have it delivered directly to their home or business. The program is offered through participating dealerships depending on local restrictions. New vehicle sales would be handled by the dealerships directly, while parts, accessories and apparel would be delivered by third-party services. The parts and accessory delivery ends May 31st. Also announced on April 22nd was the Ducati Cares program. Ducati aims to make uh, dealership experiences safer and more convenient for customers across the company's global dealer network. A task force was set up before the novel coronavirus became a pandemic, intending to mitigate risks to employees and customers. Ducati used the task force recommendations and gathered information and strategies from its Asian dealerships to guide its efforts going forward. Customers can now schedule visits and test rides online. Sanitation and social distancing measures have been put into place as well for the public's protection. 
American Honda and its dealership network are another company to offer at-home delivery of its power sports products to customers. Similar to Kawasaki, the availability depends on local restrictions, but extends to participating dealerships across its national network. April Passings The last week of April was a sad one, with two American Motorcycle Association Hall of Famers passing away in tragic accidents. Joel Bolger, age 90, passed away after a fall at his home in Bar, Maine. Mr. Bolger began his racing career in 1956 aboard an AJS, and he won consecutive New England Scrambles titles in 64 and 65. He was a five-time New England Scrambles champion. As well, he was a self-taught engineer, producing several motorcycle performance parts and industry tools. His motorcycling career also included some time spent as an editor for Cycle World and Cycle Sport magazines. Also in April, Marty Smith, 63, passed away after a tragic dune buggy accident that claimed the life of his and his wife as well. Two other companions were present but not injured in the crash. Smith was a three-time motocross champion while riding for Honda in the mid-70s. He helped put Honda Racing on the map by delivering the company's second and third and fourth championships. Smith was born and raised in San Diego and began racing motorcycles at an early age. After dominating in the United States, he raced abroad and was one of the first Americans to beat Europeans at motocross. New bike releases have been overshadowed by COVID-19 news and updates, but could signal a shift in the motorcycle economy. Honda released a new version of its C125 Super Cub. The Hunter Cub is a throwback to the trail family of small displacement motorcycles popular in the 1960s through the 1980s. The Hunter Cub is designed for dirt, but appreciates all of the modern upgrades that the new C125 Super Cub has. It has longer travel suspension, some off-road racks, LED lighting, and ABS, to name a few features. Honda has also released an ADV 150 scooter right at the beginning of the pandemic, so its impact and media response has been mixed at best. Racing and social easing. Since mid-March, most of the world has been on some form of lockdown, be it shelter-in-place, essential travel, or strict regulation of movement with social distancing. It's generally affected all forms of racing and motorcycle events across the globe. Now, as the world enters May, lockdown restrictions may begin to ease. What could that mean for the motorcycling public? Well, Ducati said that May 1st it would resume operations in Italy, in one of the European countries hit hardest by the COVID-19 pandemic. The Borgia Panigale plant is once again ramping up production and testing on minimal basis. Only employees essential to production and testing will be asked to return to work after production was halted for regulatory compliance protocols to be implemented for workplace safety. MV Agusta announced a day earlier that operations would resume in the Skirana with the Superveloce 800 Series Oro beginning production and assembly. Finally, a story from Motorcycle News appears to show that TT fans are not getting offered refunds from hotels despite all of the 2020 TT events being cancelled, including the Classic TT. The island's Department of Enterprise has issued funds to local businesses and has also provided guidelines intended to encourage the best practices and preserve the island's reputation. Ultimately, it can't enforce policy on the hospitality industry and supports the hotels in question to follow policies that are appropriate for them to endure any financial challenges. That's this week in news. See you next week.